4: Rusty Quill Presents Inexplicables
1: change the toner. It's not the toner. Sounds like the toner. It's not the toner. Are you sure? Because last time,
0: it oh, ra- Frank, will you just get up and give me a hand,
1: please? Telling you what, it's the toner. <clears throat> oh look!
0: Oh, for God's sake!
1: Oh, oh, Shuella.
0: It just hates me, that's what it is. And is it really too much to ask for Cressida to shell out for a decent printer so we don't have to play this stupid game every time we need to... What's that look for? What?
1: Something on your mind? No. All right. It's just...
0: I think... I should call her.
1: No. Just to make sure she's all right, you know. We've been over this. It's none of our business. I just...
0: Yesterday must have been so hard for that poor girl and I feel like we
1: probably could have handled it better. How? She drank too much and made an arse of herself, that's all. Yes, because she's grieving. Oh,
0: I just feel better knowing she's all right, that's all. Oh, I think of her all alone in her mum's house and going for all her old stuff. It's a very difficult thing, losing a
1: parent. She's not all alone.
0: Oh, I guess. Although, was it just me or did her brother seem a little, oh, I
1: don't know... Shit. Unsupportive. Look, it doesn't matter. They'll have signed all the paperwork with Cressida last night and gotten right back on the return train to London. What we need to worry about is what happens to us now. What?
0: You don't think they just sell up,
1: do you? Wake up, Sheila. They aren't interested in any of this. We're lucky the repo guys aren't here already. Hmm. Huh. Scratch that.
5: Ah, here they are, little and large.
1: Oh, <laughs> hello,
0: Harold Love. Didn't expect to see you here. How's your sister doing? Is she all right? You know, like after yesterday.
5: Meredith? God knows. Probably sleeping it off somewhere.
0: Oh, right.
5: Oh, enjoyed her little show then, did we? Oh, I was
0: just saying to Frank, I'm so sorry. We could have done more to help, but we didn't want to overstep. Don't
5: worry, I've already forgotten about it.
0: Oh, okay. Well, if you're sure there's nothing we can do, love. So this is it, eh? Home base.
5: Ground zero. This is where the magic happens. I'll tell you what... It's not easy to find, is it? But I suppose that's the point. Uh, Brilliant. Signage, too. Shabby. Very inconspicuous.
0: Oh, thanks.
5: If I was going to run a business that I didn't want to attract too much attention, this is exactly how I'd do it. Dump stains and all. What do you want?
0: Frank, don't be rude.
5: (laughs) No, 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 no. no. It's fine. No small talk, then. I'll get right down to brass tacks.
0: Fuck. Oh, you're right, love. Yes, I'm fine. Oh dear, I bet that really smarts. No worries. I've got some blasters in the kitchen. Done that to myself before. It's oh. fine.
5: Thank you. I'm here because I want to see absolutely everything with my mum's signature on. Records, contracts, whatever you've got, I want to see it. Today. Now. Oh, we didn't realise you'd be... Interested? Oh yes, I'm positively fascinated with what's going on here
0: You hear that, Frank? He's fascinated Hmm. I'd be happy to show you around, my love I know it might not look like much, but it has its charms As far as I'm concerned, it's all yours anyway, so... Frank Borland My sentiments exactly
5: I want to see everything, all of it, right from your dot. What can I do for you, Gary? Oh, wow! Okay, well, why don't I give you the grand tour? No, 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 thank you. Uh, what I would really like is paperwork. Legally signed documents, deeds, that sort of thing.
0: Okay, well, that's all in Iris's office, just over there. So why don't we rustle up the keys, let you in and see what we can find?
1: Yes, Why don't we? Right, I suppose it could be one of ours. I'll be right over. You off then, love? Yeah. Gary says they've got a dodgy crime scene. Forensics already on the ground and they've got a victim at the Royal.
0: Ah, right. You head off then and I'll see what we can do for Harold. Sorry? What am I missing here? Forensics?
5: I thought you were a social care business, not CSI Gravespin. I'm sure Shuhela can answer
1: any questions you've got, so... uh...
0: Harold, love, Frank really does need to get on, but I'm here to do whatever I can do to help you. I'm going with Frank. Oh. Uh...
5: No, you're not. Frank! You heard, Shuhela. Like it or not, this place is my concern now. And this sounds to me that whatever you're rushing off to do is pretty damn concerning. I'm coming along.
0: I'm sure that'll be all right, wouldn't it, Frank? <laughs> you can show him the ropes since he's so fascinated with the work.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Fabulous.
5: Come on then, my dear Watson, and make sure that paperwork is ready for me when I get back.
0: Frank, be nice. <sighs> mm-hmm. Miss Stonewell, you need to calm down. You're upsetting the other patients.
6: You can't keep me here, I'm not a prisoner. Me neither! Of course you're not. But you need to... Stop violating my rights, I want to go home. You tell them! Miss Stonewell, we can't let you leave unaccompanied. Well, you're not following me home because that would make you a stalker. Hey, I've got a stalker over here! For God's sake. Oh, Christ, who took me in? Like, the Hulk? And where are my shoes? You can't take my shoes, that's theft. All your things are right on the chair. They'd better be if I find out someone's been going through my stuff. We can't release you unaccompanied after being checked in for a sudden loss of
4: consciousness. The gentleman who dropped you off had to leave, so unless you can tell us, someone we can contact.
6: Gentlemen? What gentleman? A
4: tall, dark, uh, uh... Mr... Fabulous horse.
6: God oh,
4: That's the one If you have his number we can call him and see if he's able to collect you
6: Don't bother, I've got a mobile haven't I
4: Well I'll just go and grab some consent forms You're going to need to sign them before you go alright
6: Whatever Right, fuck this noise Hey, give him hell grandma Will do
2: Morning Frank Who's this? Harold. He's,
5: um... From management.
1: Frank? He's with me. Ah, oh, fine.
2: Just make sure he keeps his mouth shut.
1: Uh, excuse me? Not now. So, who do we have here?
2: Thomas Bailey. Neighbour reported shouting at 6am this morning. Found the front door wide open with him face down on the kitchen floor. He's got a broken nose, but he claims it's from the phone. Robbery? Doesn't look like it. But that's not the interesting bit. No. No. The really interesting bit is what happened when we found his ID. Passport. Driver's licence.
5: That's got to be the worst fake ID ever. Harold.
2: He's about 30 years too old for a start. Enough, Harold. See them all in his top lip? Neck tattoo? Yeah, I see him. So, we run his prints. Thomas Bailey, born the 27th of January 75. Last person to see him was a neighbour yesterday afternoon. She gave a description of a fit and healthy 45 year old.
5: I'm sorry. What?
2: So I'm right. Aren't I? This is one of your lot, isn't it? Maybe.
5: Frank, can I have a word outside? Harold. Now.
2: Would you excuse us a second? Oh, anything
1: for management. What is it?
5: Oh, come on. This is completely ludicrous. Is this the kind of setup you use to con my mother into believing this? This. Supernatural rubbish.
1: It's not
5: a setup. For God's sake! Now listen here. My mum might have been gullible enough to fall for this. But let me tell you, you're going to have a hard time if you try it on me. The apple has fallen pretty damn far from the tree, and I'll not be made a laughing stock well, while. What on. now?
6: Hey! Hey Harold! Meredith? Quick! Accompany me! What?! Accompany me! (laughs) Look! I'm accompanied now! Can't touch this!
1: Christ...
6: Oh, come on! You must see the funny side of it. There I am, sprinting through a hospital, yelling like Braveheart with my arse hanging out to
5: match. You're 30 years old. 32. I don't care. <sighs> the point is, you're meant to have grown out of all this. This... Fun? Stupidity! It's bad enough that Mum was taken for a ride by this lot without you running around doing God knows what.
6: Are you still going on about that magic trick? It wasn't even that good.
5: I visited ICS this morning and ended up sitting in on this obviously fake police briefing thing about a man who'd mysteriously aged. It was ridiculous! Like a bloody panto!
6: Everyone loves a good panto.
5: It's a scam, Meredith. Their little organisation is running something dodgy and ripping us off. Oh, calm
6: down. They don't seem that bad.
5: Easy for you to say. You're not the one trying to clean up this mess.
6: I wouldn't worry. I'm sure you'll come out of it squeaky clean and smelling of roses as usual. Oh, what does that mean? I'm just saying... You always moan about cleaning my mess up, but you never stick around after everyone's gone. You make a big song and dance about how you need to take care of me. Then you sod off again and everyone still treats you like the golden boy.
5: Ridiculous.
6: Oh, Harold, it must be so hard for you. Oh, Harold, you're so good with her, so generous. No one notices whether you actually do anything or not.
5: Look, I'm not the one who kicked you out. And I'm not the one who got you kicked out either. That was all you.
6: Didn't hurt your prospects though, did it? Having mum to yourself. Bet you used my room as an office.
5: Oh, get fucked. That's the plan. How the hell did you know that was there? (laughs) Where do you think I got started? But Mum doesn't... uh, didn't
6: drink. Sounds like you might be the gullible one. It's huge. That's not what she said.
5: Look, Meredith. I do feel bad. I oh, don't bother. No, I could have done more. To stick up for you, I mean. But, well, you know, Mum. She was like a brick wall. Impossible to argue with. Well, I managed. Yeah, you did. And look, look where it got you. Look, I'm just saying, there wasn't much I could do. I was 14, for God's sake. I was just a kid. So was I. Meredith. Mm, what? I'm sorry that. Hello? Cressida! Brilliant. Ugh. Wonder what the encore is. Good evening, Cressida. And, uh. Ivan.
7: Hey, Ivan. We brought cakes. And paperwork, but mainly cakes. Is now a good time? Sure. Come on in. Probably best to wait outside for this one, Ivan, darling. Forgive me, but you do have a tendency to fill smaller spaces. Hello, Meredith, my dear. How are you? I did try ringing the landline earlier, but no one answered. This place still has a landline? Wow. We only just got back. I see. Well, in that case, I'll try to keep it brief. Do help yourself, dear. I'm aware you have both been through the ringer the last few days, and no doubt you must be wondering what to make of all this.
5: I'm starting to get an idea.
7: I don't blame you for coming to certain conclusions, but I just wanted to say I worked with Iris, with your mother, for more than 17 years, and although ICS is a hell of a course, it's also bloody hard work. The initial capital that Iris put up, courtesy of your father's insurance, it couldn't last forever... These days, it's long hours, low pay, a collapsing office, and all the paperwork. It's... well, I won't sugarcoat it. It's colossal. And with that in mind, we'd understand if... well, if that doesn't appeal. Yeah, it sounds pretty
5: shit when you put it like that.
7: Hmm. What are you suggesting instead? Not to put too fine a point on it, I was wondering if you might prefer it if I took that burden off your hands. I know your mother had this lovely idea that she'd pass the business on to you both, that it might help bring you back together. But let's be practical. You both live in London. You have your own careers and your own lives to lead. The last thing you need is all this hassle.
5: True, true. Massive career us. I see. Well, I think we would definitely be willing to discuss an arrangement.
6: Yeah, fuck it. Sounds good to me. How much are we looking at?
5: Well, first, we'll need to get the company valued as an ongoing concern by an unbiased third party. But, I mean, this is our mum's life work we're talking about, so we'd be expecting a fairly substantial <sighs> uh, offer.
7: Uh, n- no, sorry. uh No, I fear you may be misunderstanding me. I'm not suggesting purchasing the business, just managing it for you. Oh, well... That could work too, right? Now, hang on.
5: Meredith, do you even understand what she's saying? She would effectively own the company. I'm not an idiot, Harold. But with us on the hook, if anything went wrong. You can't seriously believe that we would accept this.
7: I understand this is all coming rather fast. And you both... Well, you both have already been through so much.
5: No, absolutely not. You can't just do some cheap magic tricks, pretend that amounts to a legitimate business, and then just expect us to hand everything over to you. It's... it's... it's preposterous. Preposterous?
7: All right, calm down, Dickens. Meredith,
5: she's literally trying to scam us.
7: Here, I prepared a proposal. Why don't the two of you give it a read and talk it over? You have my number when you come to a decision. Call.
5: Cool. Oh, pff. Yeah, we'll definitely give it all a good hard think. In the meantime, why don't I show you out? Of course.
7: And if there's anything you need.
5: You're just a landline away, I'm sure.
7: Thanks for the cakes! You're welcome, my dear.
5: What's the big deal? She's the only chance we've got of offloading this bollocks. I'm not giving away my inheritance to a woman just because you like her damn bacon. Oh, fuck off your
6: inheritance. We still keep the house. All you're missing out on is the business stuff and you were just moaning that it's crooked anyway.
5: I... we... need this. Oh, fuck
6: off, Mr. Wolf of Wall Street hedge fund dickhead. You're in with the big boys. You don't need shit.
5: Oh yeah, that's right. Bugger off and get pissed and leave me to sort it out as always.
2: Oh, for God's sake!
8: You have one new message.
6: Message received today at 3.46pm.
2: Harold, it's John Belfrage. I've been trying to get hold of you all day. I've just spoken to Rajshree and this is no longer simply a departmental matter. Formal proceedings are on the cards. Your CFO has been made aware of the situation and we need to set up a meeting as soon as possible. So, you must call me when you get this. My
5: number again is... Oh, and any archived financial documentation. I want all of it brought to this office, Okay.
0: I'll see what I can do, love, but it might take a while to find all of it. Now, what
5: about payroll? Do you do that internally or do you outsource?
0: Oh, well, Cressida handles most of the financials. Payroll, tax, that sort of thing. If you want to see inside the office safe, she's got the keys. Of course
5: she does.
0: What about the
6: toilet? I'm sorry? Whose job is it to sort the loos? Because that's a fucking rank, seriously.
5: That's hardly a priority. I'll have a look when I get back. Oh, off on another exciting,
1: magically geriatric interrogation, are we? House calls. I'll be on me mobile.
0: What, you mean like... Home visits. They're a big part of what Frank does love. Can I come with? No.
6: Wasn't asking you. Come on, mate. I own half the place. I should see what you do, yeah? You're
1: not qualified. We can't insure you.
0: Oh, she could just sit in the car and you can explain. Help her get a feel for it.
1: Should just be bored.
0: Can't be as boring as sitting here watching Harold snort
6: paperwork all day. I don't snort.
1: Fine, but I'm leaving right now.
6: Ready when you are, Frankie, baby. So, do you have Bluetooth? She's
0: certainly perked up a bit.
5: Yes. It won't last. It never does.
0: Oh, Can I get you anything else? Cup of tea?
5: Just the paperwork, thank you. I Actually, hold on a moment. What's this?
0: Oh, Churchill Regeneration Project. Your mum was negotiating with the council to renovate it into a vamp refuge. Looks good, doesn't it? Love this artwork.
5: Vamps? Is that... A gang thing?
0: No, you know, vamps. Vampires. Oh, of course. The
5: vampires. How could I forget about the vampires? Ah, fine, fine. Thank you, Shehela. That'll be all.
0: All right, love. Best of luck.
5: Vampires, honestly.
6: Right, so, how do we do this? Can I be bad cop, or, like, uh, how does this work?
1: Oh, okay. So, I'm good cop. And you're, go back to the car, because you're not insured, cop. I like you, Frank, so I'm going to be frank with you.
6: Would you rather I stay in your car, with its clean seats and cup holders and all that good stuff, totally unsupervised... Or would you rather have me here where you can see me soaking this all up like a like a big sponge that's ready to do loads of charity and shit?
1: Fine. But there's ground rules. You break them and you're back in the car. Deal. Right. Rule one, you do what I tell you to. Oh, kinky. Rule two, you don't speak at all. Mm-hmm. Rule three, no matter what happens, you do not touch her. Mm-hmm. No handshakes, no high-fives, nothing. You don't go near her, do you understand? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, right, fine. You can speak when you're spoken to. So what's wrong with her? Nothing's wrong with her.
6: I mean, you say that, but if no-one can touch her, there's got to be something. Is she, like, contagious? Look,
1: it'd take too long to get into. All you need to know is Hannah used to work at a club called Sirens, and she got mixed up with the guy who ran it, Thomas. It took her a long time to get out, and it wasn't a clean break. Now... Thomas has wound up in hospital 20 years older than he was yesterday. And we're here to see how we can help. So you think a hammer of yours sucked 20 years off a man's life? More or less.
6: Okay. glad we're all on the same page.
1: All righty then.
8: Yeah, who is it?
1: Hannah, it's Frank. Can you let us in?
8: N- now's not a good time.
1: It's just five minutes, I promise. Come on. Then we're gone. I'm not due a house call till next week. It's important.
8: No, look, um, I, I don't think... Uh... Hannah! Wait, who's that? What are you doing? It's okay, I got this. Uh, my
6: name's Tracy. I'm the new girl at Sirens. And? And I need your help. It's not great over there and, well... Frank says you might know what I'm going through, might have some advice. I told you,
8: Tracy, was it?
6: Yep, yeah, that's me, Tracy.
8: Fine, come in. Um, five minutes. Thanks. After you.
1: How've you been, Hannah?
8: Fine, busy. Got some uh, work coming in.
1: It's good to hear.
8: Uh, so you're working at Sirens? Hmm. Oh right, yeah. Just started. So uh, what's the problem? You said you needed help.
6: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Toilet. What? Yeah, uh, sorry. Can I use your toilet? I'm just dying
8: for a slash, so... Uh, sure. Uh, it's just through there on the left. Thanks. Frank.
1: Sorry. I didn't want to bring her.
8: Why are you really here, Frank? Thomas. What
1: about him? They found him half dead this morning. Wait,
8: so he's alive?
1: Just about, yeah. He's lying in Gravesby Royal right now. Seems somebody might have drained him.
8: Oh, I get it. Yeah, he finally gets what he deserves, so you just assume it was me, yeah? I didn't say that. Do you honestly think I want anything to do with him after everything I had to go through to get away in the first place? I'm just
1: asking if you know anything. The coppers are already involved and you know what they're like, so help me to help you.
6: So, FYI, the toilet was broken when I went in.
8: You can't just come barging in here without even calling ahead, and then start accusing me I'm not
1: accusing you of anything, I'm just trying to stop this thing from escalating. Why?
8: Nope, not, not getting caught
6: up in, in that, alone. thank you very much. Away in here and so instead, let's the- see what we have behind door number two. Fuck me! It's like the Pink Panther exploded. <laughs> What even is that? Hello? Oh! Hey, we're streaming! Cool. What are we streaming? Oh! (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck getting me to do that. I'm just passing through. Takes a lot of prep and expertise, that does. (laughs) Alright, chill out. (laughs) Megadick 420. I guarantee I know more about that kind of thing than you do. And i probably have more girlfriends. Okay, okay. <laughs> One at a time.
1: Look, I can't make you tell me. No, you can't. But we know that if you were involved, it was self-defence. Oh, just leave me alone. I know you just want to hide away. I get it, I do. But we're going to need to get ahead of this thing. Otherwise, there's going to be an inquiry. And that means a lot more people are going to start poking around here. I'm here to help you. And
8: wait, wait. What's that? Oh, God.
1: What?
6: So anyway, eventually, I was like, look, it's the gym or me. And she was like, well, I want to be a marathon runner, so it's going to be the gym. And I admit, I might have gotten a bit pissed at that. And I was still holding one of these little monsters, so I ended up sort of waggling it at her. Oh,
8: what the ever-loving fuck are you doing? Put that down! Oh, uh, shit. Uh,
6: Sorry, I got a bit carried away. Meredith! Get out! Some of your punters are pretty sweet, actually. I'm so
1: sorry, right? Now!
6: Now! Both of you. I'm really sorry, but seriously, where did you get all that stuff? It's proper quality.
8: Hey everyone. Sorry about that. Neighbours can be a nightmare, am I right?
5: <laughs> so, if we convert that to annual, we get... Jesus. Um... Hello, Harold. Cressida, thanks for coming. No Ivan today? It's his day at the tailor shop. I see. How nice. Shut the door, would you?
7: I must say, I was surprised to get your call. Yes, well,
5: on reflection, I thought it might be a good idea to sit down and have a proper talk. Just you and me. No interruptions. One business professional to another. Right.
7: Though it's funny seeing you sitting in your mother's chair like that it suits you.
5: Yes. Well, I have been crunching some numbers and these accounts are all over the shop. Like here in Q2 and Q3 of last year, you paid out nearly triple your incomings and it's not reconciled in your year end. Where's it all going?
7: Oh, you know, accommodation, utilities, food, fuel, rent, it all adds up. Believe me, No-one knows how much capital this business is hemorrhaging more than I do.
5: And yet somehow this place stays afloat. But we've been very fortunate. I'll say. You've been getting some pretty significant cash injections over the last few years. Massive amounts being pumped in. Twelve months
7: at a time, sixteen months at a time. We have some very generous patrons who offer their support when they can.
5: And And humble too, apparently given how they all choose to do so anonymously through transient third parties.
7: Harold, it's clear to me now that it was inappropriate of me to suggest a transfer of ownership. You're obviously capable of handling the business side of things. Perhaps we should instead look at alternatives that don't involve the kind of...
5: I have to admit, I am pretty impressed, really, I am. There's no way this place is still operational without something very clever happening in the background.
7: That's very kind of you to say. And
5: I want in.
7: In on what, my dear?
5: In on whatever you've got going on here. I'll admit, you lost me at first with all the amateur dramatics, but obviously other people must be going for it because the money's rolling in. I'm not entirely sure
7: what you think is happening here,
5: Don't get me wrong. Whatever you're doing here is clearly working, and I don't want to mess with that. I just think it's appropriate that I take a...
7: commission. A... commission? It's only fair. So, just to be absolutely clear, you believe Iris and I spent the last 17 years of our lives, day in, day out, building a fraudulent business in order to... what? Launder money? Of course not. I'm very glad to hear that, because it certainly sounded like what you were saying I
5: think you were taking my mother for a ride in the last few years, and she was foolish enough not to ask any questions. Well, now it's all coming to light. So either you cut me in, or I take all this straight to the FCA and the media, and we'll see what happens to your precious business...
7: Do you really expect me to believe that you would willingly notify the... Oh, speak
5: of the devil. That's my guy now. John Belfrage. Lovely man. Very dedicated. You should look him up.
7: I think it would be best if I left now.
5: I agree. I'll leave you to think it over. You have my number when you come to a decision. Okay, it'll be okay. Just breathe.
3: Look, it's really not that
6: big a deal. I didn't want to get in your way, and it's not like I actually did anything, you know. You tricked your way into a vulnerable woman's home, and then you interfered with her work. Okay, sure. When you put it like that, it sounds bad. But I mean, if she's all magic in that, she's hardly defenceless. This isn't a
1: joke, Meredith. I know. Uh, Do you? Look, it's obvious you have your own issues. Hey! But you leave that crap at home. We have a responsibility to give these people our best. If you can't get on board with that, then maybe you and your brother should just stay out of it.
6: Oi! Firstly, where do you get off trying to call me out on my personal life? That's none of your goddamn business. And secondly, I didn't choose this, all right? I just got it dumped in my lap and everyone just expects me to deal with it like I don't have other shit to be getting on with without all this, this bollocks... So maybe just wind your neck in, yeah? At least before I came here, my problems made sense. Now it's all headless dude and insect women and whatever Hannah's thing is. Succubus. Whatever.
1: And I'm guessing the headless dude was Ivan?
6: Yeah.
1: Cressida did the old Henry VIII bit then? John the Baptist. Sure. And the insect woman?
6: Oh, I saw someone run up a wall... She had massive great teeth too I thought maybe I hallucinated it or something Because I was pretty pissed at the time But the guy I was with saw her too, so...
1: Sounds like a vamp to me Do you remember anything else about her? She might need a check in Not really Right Look I know it's a lot For you and your brother
6: (laughs) Keep this up and his head'll explode or something Good to know (laughs) Be straight with me, Frank Is all this real? Like, really real? Yeah. And there are, like, loads more people like them?
1: Yes. Then why isn't it all over the news? Can you imagine the government trying to explain it? It's an open secret. Officially, we're impoverished community support. Unofficially, the people who need us already know who we are and everyone else need to know. Right. If this went public, it'd be a disaster. Makes sense. Which means... Keep it to yourself, all right?
6: Yeah, I got that, thanks.
1: So, do you want to tell me what you've been on all day, or...?
6: Leave it, Frank. All right. I'm not on anything, all right? I haven't even had a drink yet.
1: You haven't stopped shaking all day.
6: It's cold.
1: Sure. Listen, you're right, it's none of my business, but if you decide you need help, Sobering up, I can point you in the right direction. All right,
6: you patronizing prick. What I thought for a minute there, you might actually be decent, but of course not. You're as bad as Harold. Oh, now hang on. No, fuck you. Like, pull over here. I'm getting out. I'm
1: not gonna dump you out here in the middle of the road. Oh,
6: shut up, pull over, and then fuck off back to ICS. I'm going into that pub right now. Oh, fine. Go on then. You got out have a fucking road fucking prick.
2: Oi, trouble!
6: What? Oh, I see you.
2: In the flesh.
6: And here I was thinking my day couldn't get any worse.
2: I checked in at the hospital, but the nurse said you'd already left. They really love you there, by the way.
6: Yeah, well fuck them.
2: So what are you doing back here? In the rain?
6: I need a drink. A big one.
2: Ah. Shall we nip inside then?
6: Yes, fine. One drink. One drink. And then...
2: And then...
6: Another drink.
2: <laughs> right.
5: Oh, okay, so... IR35 statements for the 6th of Ju... No. July. Oh, screw it. <laughs> I'm done. Hello? Look
4: at me!
7: Look at me! Hello? I agree it's unfortunate, Thomas, but you knew the risks when you opened the club. I should kill her! No, dear. You should take the money and consider yourself very, very lucky to have got off lightly. Take a holiday. Enjoy retirement.
1: What? What, this is all?
7: Forgive me but we aren't running a charity
1: here. You listen to me, you
8: fucking
7: Ivan. Bitch
8: of sleep and
7: <coughs> this is the part where you say thank you, take the money and keep your mouth shut. Understood? Yes. Yes, all right. And yeah, thank you. Wonderful. Now, why don't we walk you to your car? We wouldn't want you slipping in the car park, not at your age. What the hell was that about?
2: Oh god... Room service. Oh, fuck off! Not so loud. Breakfast in bed. Toast, bacon, nice runny eggs, and a big fat greasy. Oh, I
6: think I'm gonna be sick. Aspirin? You cock. Oh, Seriously, don't touch me. I genuinely might vom all over you. Mm,
2: you are so damn sexy. You know that?
6: About that. Did we. Uh...
2: <laughs> no, you were out of it by about 8pm, and I didn't know where you were staying, so. Yeah.
6: Fair play. Cheers. Ooh.
2: Who's Harold? Husband?
6: Fuck no. Oh now I really do need to bath.
2: Still alive? Need you at ICS ASAP. Harold. Charming. So I didn't know you were with the ICS. I'm not. Right, so that guy you were in the car with... What, are you jealous? (laughs) Hardly.
6: That's Frank. He's a friend.
2: Cool. Good. Just FYI, you don't want to get mixed up with that lot if you can help it. They can be a bit much, you know?
6: Uh Listen, Gobble, I just need to pop out for a bit. There's someone I need to talk to. What
2: about breakfast?
6: What about it? It Looks like you already scoffed at it.
2: I can always grab some more.
6: No, honestly, don't bother. I've got to go.
2: Yeah, alright. You go say hi to someone for me.
6: (laughs) It's not like that.
2: Hey, it's fine. No harm, no foul. We're basically strangers.
6: I just really need to go talk to someone. It's important. But I'll call you later, alright? Sure you will. Alright. Have it your way, then. Damn it. Hannah? Hannah, it's Meredith. I'm just here to talk. Hannah, I know you're in there. Piss off, Tracy. Tracy? Who the fuck... Are... Oh, right. Yeah. So listen, about that... Just leave me the fuck alone. Just listen, all right? I know I'm the last person you probably want to talk to right now, but I'm not here about Thomas, all right? Fuck him. And if you're the one that messed him up, more power to you. I just came to say... Well, I've coffee. Alright. Fair enough. I'll, um, put it through the letterbox then. You can have it later. What is your problem? You want a full list, or... What do you want? I mean, ideally, a million quid and a yacht full of supermodels, but right now, I'd settle for... I'm here to say sorry, alright? I was well out of line yesterday. I only lied because Frank said he needed to check in on you and and I know I shouldn't have been messing around with your stuff and screwing around with your show and that. It was none of my business. I was just messing around. Right. Fuck it, I don't know. I'm I'm just sorry, all right? And if that is enough, then, then fine, whatever, screw you. You know, you are awful at apologies. I don't get much practice.
8: Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Sure. You know, for what it's worth, they actually liked you. They want to know when you're coming back.
6: Huh. I didn't even show any skin.
8: Yeah, mostly they're just lonely. So, coffee?
6: Oh god, I thought you'd never ask.
8: Radiator's on if you want to warm yourself up. I'm fine. You're shaking.
6: Hmm? Oh no, it's, it's, it's a nerve thing. Tremors or whatever. They sent me for a buttload of tests when I was a kid. It's just some muscle spasm thingy. I'm like a twitchy weird ferret, basically.
8: Shouldn't talk about yourself like that.
6: It doesn't help. Better than being all mopey about it. I mean, not that you... Fuck.
8: It's fine. So,
6: milk, sugar? Um, bunch of both. Thanks.
8: So, like, you can't ever touch anyone? Ever? You learn workarounds. I wear a lot of gloves, that kind of thing. Hmm. Makes sense. But, like, how do you, like, you know, screw? I don't. Right. Could be worse. Rather deal with this than be like a vamp or something, you know?
6: Oh, yeah, sure. I know all about that.
8: So, like, are you okay? Just a messed up couple of days, you know? Can't believe I threw Frank out. He's the only person to stand by me through all this. He is a bit of a grumpy bastard, though, isn't he? Uh, It's just his way. He really does care. I mean, I'm the one who keeps messing everything up. Everything I touch just falls apart. I'm poison. No, you're not.
6: You're just getting by, making it work. You've got somewhere to stay, you've got a job, you're your own boss. I guess. you kidding me? It's better than me. I've woken up in a different bed every day this week. Trust me, you're not a bad person, you're just... You're playing on hard mode, you
8: know? It was me. I mean, I did it. What happened? Another girl, um... Grace came to see me and she wanted out. But since I left, Thomas is... A, well, guess he didn't want any of the other girls getting any ideas. I kept thinking, you know, if I hadn't gone, maybe... I don't know. Go on. She was scared. So I told her I'd speak to him and he just totally lost it. He said I'd been stealing his girls and I tried to leave and then he well, we fell on the floor and I just tried to push him away but one of my gloves had come off and I thought I'd killed him I mean, I called the ambulance but I had to go then you and Frank showed up and he said there might have to be an inquiry and it just never ends like, it never fucking ends
6: that's absolutely (laughs) shit S- seriously, the absolute worst. But at least he can't hurt anyone anymore. Yeah. You expecting anyone? No. Right, it's okay. Um, stay quiet. Hannah.
8: Hannah, it's Frank.
6: You're call. I won't say anything.
8: Let him in.
1: Meredith. What
6: are you doing? Drinking coffee. What's it
8: look like? Come in, Frank.
1: Uh right. Uh, Hannah, I've been trying to call you. Meredith, can you give us a moment?
8: No, she can stay.
1: It's about Grace.
8: Oh, God, what's happened?
1: No, no, she's confessed. What? Yeah. Said her and Thomas had an argument and he went for her, so she, well, subdued him. Did they arrest her? For what? Aging him in self-defence? Not exactly something you can use in court. Besides, Thomas has dropped the charges, so case closed, I guess. Wow. Uh, Okay. Good riddance. I just feel bad for Grace, though.
6: Why? She took out someone who deserved it. That sounds like a win to me. And who knows, maybe someone better can run the club. Like, the women.
1: Still, hurting somebody like that, even in self-defence, it's hard to leave behind. It stays with you. Trust me.
6: Yeah. Fuck me! You really are a miserable bastard, Frank, you know that?
1: We should go. Give you some privacy. Harold's been trying to get hold of us. Ugh. Wants everyone back at ICS for some big announcement.
6: Oh, joy. Well, I? look after yourself. We'll have to do brunch sometime.
8: Brunch? Uh, sure.
6: So, Frankie baby, can I, um, scout a lift?
1: I'll just get in the car. Listen, Meredith, about yesterday. Forget
6: it. We're good. Just buy me a decent coffee or something. Stuff I bought was proper rank. It's just so dramatic. Something else like we're his fucking entourage. Mm.
0: No problem, Ben. Uh, thanks again. Give my best to the missus. Oh, perfect timing. That was Ben from the Gazette. He's buried the story about Thomas. Oh, he's a good egg, that boy.
1: And Thomas dropped the charges, so it should all blow over in a couple of days.
6: And as you can see from Frank's face, we're all just super jazzed about it. Anyway, where is he then, our lord and (laughs) saviour? In your mum's office.
0: I actually think he's been practising a little
6: speech. Oh, Christ, I hope not. He tried to give a speech at his graduation, started talking about hopes and dreams, and then fell off the stage.
7: Good afternoon, all. Cressida. Ivan. Looking good, my man. He
0: called everyone then. Indeed.
7: Does anyone actually know why we're here?
0: No idea. It's all very mysterious, isn't it? Hello, everyone. Thank you all for
5: coming at such short notice. I know we're all very busy so I'll try and keep it brief. Good. I just wanted to take a moment to say a few words to everyone here, to all the people that mattered to my mother so very, very much. My mother built this business from scratch. She poured everything she had into it. Her time, her money her passion, and with that attentiveness, it grew into a flourishing and enriching endeavour.
0: Oh, well, wow. what a lovely...
5: I came to Gravesby wanting to understand what this business was and, by extension, understand who she was. Not just as a mother to me and my sister, you see, but a matriarch to an entire community. Just get on with it, would you, Jesus? <clears throat> right, yes. So, um, anywho... I'm proud to announce that from tomorrow, Meredith and I will be taking over the day-to-day operations of ICS. Thank you very much.
0: Sorry, what? Oh, that's wonderful news. You hear that, Frank? They're staying. Wonderful. Yes.
5: Congratulations. (sighs) You've actually fucking cracked, haven't you? Maybe,
4: but I'm in the right place for it, aren't I? Inexplicables is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill Limited and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License It was written by Tom Critch and Alexander J. Newell with script editing by Helen Gould It was produced by Hannah Preisinger and directed by Maddie Searle with Production Manager April Sumner and Executive Producer Alexander J. Newell In today's episode, Meredith Stonewell was played by Beth Eyre Harold Stonewell was played by Harry Farmer Shehela was played by Safia Ingar Frank was played by Ian Hales Cressida was played by Faye Roberts Abraham Godbolt was played by Mark Nicholson John Belfrage was played by Kareem Cromfley Gary was played by Matthew Morrison Hannah was played by Effie Gautier. Ivan was played by Alexander J. Newell voicemail was played by imogen harris the ward nurse was played by francesca reed the elderly patient was played by sue sims thomas was played by james ross the driver was played by maddie Searle. editing was by maddie Searle. with mastering by jeffrey nils gardner music by samuel df jones and artwork by annika khan rate and review us online tweet us at the rusty quill join our reddit community at r rustyquill visit us on facebook or email us via mail at rustyquill.com